This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing on this Friday? Hey, I'm doing pretty dang good. It's Friday morning. Got out late last night. Uh, didn't get a whole heck of a lot of sleep, but I feel I'm up, refreshed, ready to go. Uh, ready for, uh, yeah, ready for the weekend. Awesome. Yeah, you've got a three-day weekend ahead of you, so uh, you know, luckily you get to rest maybe a little bit, right? Yep. Don't have to do, uh, there's no radio shows, no nothing, so... I'm free to finally just enjoy back and don't have to do much. So that'll be nice. 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 All right. Well, let's kick off today's show the way we do every day with a question for my co-host. Now, Tony, this isn't a personal sort of experience thing. It's more of a just sort of an overall observation. Um, there are such things out there called sound logos. These are distinct sounds that... Uh, come up or, or music jingles uh, depending on a, a product or a service um, for instance you know you you boot up a Xbox and it has that that iconic sound that comes out Tony off right, the top yeah. of your head what other products or services have <laughs> sort of those iconic sound logos oh for me it's definitely uh, the video games uh, whether it's I mean that's such a good one so like when you turn on uh, the switch it's always got that or that i can't read i can't i don't have a sound bite for it but right. you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's so it's that but um unless it's a jingle there's not like uh off the top of my head i can't think of any sound other than uh video game systems like sega that's you a know, perfect example play a sega game yep. yeah you know uh, playstation has their own sound when you boot that up um you know, uh, another example is like an Apple computer. Obviously, you know that sound tone. Um, you... Yeah, <laughs> every day. <laughs> well, think about this, you know, go ahead and put your imagination hat on. And, you know, you, you come home after a long day of work. You want to sit down, unwind, turn on a streaming service. You you pick up the remote to your, say, Amazon Fire Stick. You go down to the Netflix app. Go ahead, click the button. And then the Netflix logo pops up. And what if you heard this sound? How would you react, Tone? What the hell was that? That's kind of how I reacted when you played it anyway. So, uh... <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what that is. So Netflix's 
intro sound, a bassy thud followed by a wash of reverberation, seems inextricably tied to the streaming service and its programming. It's inoffensive and simple, pairs well with just about any kind of movie or TV show, and because The World Isn't Fair was used on its own instead of an older version that featured a bleeding goat as the company's sound logo. The history of the intro noise, which Netflix refers to as the Tadum, is detailed in a new episode of the 20,000 Hertz podcast. Host Dallas Taylor talks to Todd Yellen, Netflix's VP of product, who headed up the project. There's a lot of detail regarding his process throughout the interview, but most interesting is that before the sound we now associate with Netflix was chosen, Yellen says that his team was considering throwing a goat's into the mix. He said, I liked the sound of a goat. It was funny. I thought it was quirky, and it was a version of Leo the Lion. And so for a while, we were stuck on that goat sound. I thought that would be a good time. Taylor says he heard the sound, while he can't play it on the podcast, describes it as very goaty. Quote, it was basically the ending response to the Tadum we already know and love. The Netflix intro noise followed by a goat bellowing. So, folks, uh, just be glad that, uh, you know, when you do turn on Netflix, that that's not the sound that you hear. You get that sort of iconic bassy not. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd actually be kind of funny if they shook it up and every time you turned on, it had a different sound just to throw you off. Right. <laughs> just, to, just to keep it all fresh and everything, you know, like if you, you fire it up and you get one of these. Okay, there it is. Okay, I, I put it together in the last minute, but you know, something like that, you'd be like, "What the heck was that?" Well, even that's a little bit closer to the "tadum" than the uh, the goat sound. So I am certainly yeah. glad they didn't go with it, but uh, came across that article, and you know, I like some weird, weird stuff to read in the morning. So uh, figure that would be a good one, and uh, you know, in an alternate reality, we might have gotten that. <laughs> All right, folks. Could have been, man. What could have been? Exactly. Well, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show. It is Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. We are looking forward to the weekend, but not before we take you guys out on an up note, as we do every Friday with good news, everyone. We have a segment called Kids Are Smart. Another uh, edition of that. We've done it a couple times now. Our call-in topic is actually a call-in contest titled Laugh In, Eat Out, which uh, we basically want you to call in with the funniest joke you have. Obviously, keep it clean for FCC regulations, and the winner gets a $25 DoorDash gift card. We have a segment called Oops, Wrong Number. We've all been there. We have This Day in History, and when we come back, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. 
Now, we have a thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to call in on any subject whatsoever. It could be something we're talking about. could be your reaction to the Netflix goat. We don't care. Just keep it entertaining. If you do call in, the way you do is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. We will compile those together and put them out in a future segment on a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show. That means Tony's here with the entertainment news. All right, guys, it is Friday, August. Is it the 7th? It is, it the, is 7th. the 7th. Yep. Cheat again. Yay. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and rip out that Filippo 5. Fast 5. Fast 5. Fast 5. All right. Pikmin 3 Deluxe was announced for the Nintendo Switch. It is a remastered deluxe version of the Wii U version. Uh, it will be out October 31st. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, director of uh, the Resident Evil movies, will helm a TV reboot of Guillermo del Toro's Mimic. I could be interesting. Doesn't say what uh, channel or anything, but he's going to helm it. Harry Potter, all eight movies will be moving from HBO Max to the Peacock. HBO, <laughs> HBO Max. Max, man, what a fail. Right. Epic fail. That was one of their big draws to get people to sign up is that they had all the Harry Potter movies and yeah. now they're just getting rid of them. Yep, it's going to the Peacock starting in October. Uh, Marvel's Avengers beta is live now, so you could download it and start playing it today. If you pre-ordered. Uh, if you pre-ordered on the PS4. So that that arrived today, but the rest of it will be over the weekend. So get on it. <laughs> Bill and Ted Face the Music arrives on VOD and on demand August 28th, a week earlier. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't have the excellent button. I have, it, for that I have it somewhere in here. Hold on. Excellent! There it is. There you go. Okay, and that was your news for your Filippo 5. Um, in news today, or the, <clears throat> for today, I got <laughs> I to I gotta accept the uh, pop-ups. I had to bring this up because I didn't copy and paste it. But uh, John Wick 5 is announced. It will film back-to-back with the fourth movie in early 2021. Poor John Wick. He's never going to get to retire. John Wick has been announced uh, during Lion Gate's earning call with the current plan to film back-to-back with John Wick 4 starting in early 2021. Lionsgate CEO John Felther, Felthimer, sorry, Felthimer. I that one, says both films are in the scripting stage and they hope to have John Wick 4 ready for Memorial Day weekend 2022. They're also preparing scripts for the next two installments of our John Wick action franchise. With John Wick 4 slated to hit uh, in 2022, five will be available early the following year. The John Wick universe continues to grow larger in the Continental TV series that is still on the way. It was announced earlier this year, but obviously the series got pushed back due to everything going on. Um, and also, Keanu Reeves said he's happy to play the character as long as fans still want it. So um, I've really enjoyed all the John Wick movies. Uh so it's it's pretty cool that it's going to keep going. I have too, you know, and it makes sense that they're filming them back to back because, I mean, even though he looks great, isn't Keanu Reeves like seventy something years old? Not not really. <laughs> he, no, he, he's not older really than he looks. Old, but he, but he is definitely up there. On one event, eventual birthday, we will come cross paths with him. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. You know, in the trend of Hollywood being super original these days, like. 
that that was the sequels portion. They've also got a ton of reboots and rehashes coming. Uh, Spyglass Say Media what? is. T- <laughs> Spyglass Media is teaming with James Wan's Atomic Monster for a Knight Rider film. Okay. okay. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and prepare to enter Super Pursuit mode because Spyglass is bringing back Knight Rider. Created by Glenn Larson, Knight Rider burned rubber on NBC from 82 to 86 and is responsible in many ways for launching David Hasselhoff's career. The show brought audience members to a shadow a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Michael Knight, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the powerless and the helpless in the world of criminals who operate above the law. So basically he was Batman before Batman, right? (laughs) No, it was after Batman, obviously while writing wrongs for those without the means to fight back. Michael Knight fights crimes while plotting a smart car named Kit. In time, the series became so popular, it paved way for TV spinoffs, films, video games, as well as a Knight Rider convention called Nightcon. Um, TJ Fixman, a former video game writer, will pen the film script. Um, he will take a contemporary take on the premise and will focus on the rebellious Michael Knight and his revolutionary vehicle. Um, no word on when this will go, but... Uh, didn't uh, realize it was still clamoring for uh, Knight Rider, although the car was pretty sweet, and I remember my parents got a Trans Am that looked pretty damn similar to it. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to have as a younger kid wasn't, when that was still uh, popular. Wasn't Mr. Feeney the voice of Kit? He was, yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I, I guess if we have to have a reboot of uh, Knight Rider, it would be best maybe in the vein of like a Fast and the Furious type movie. Yeah, I would think so. I definitely don't think uh, it. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if much people remember it. So you have a good opportunity to reboot it, and make it fresh. The one thing I can guarantee is you'll probably have a cameo from Hasselhoff. Oh, without a doubt, you have to. Um, and now speaking of reboots and rehashes, Ren and Stimpy is getting a reboot and it's coming to Comedy Central. Really? Uh, yeah. So it was just announced. It's been more than two decades since it's been off the air. It's going to be a reimagining. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, the network is planning on hiring an all new creative team for the of the love series, which will be a reimagined for a new generation with Nickelodeon overseeing the project. However, there's no word yet on who will be sitting in the writer's room, how many episodes it'll have, um, or when it will premiere. They've just basically announced it. And there's no word either if uh, Billy West will reprise his role as uh, Stimpy. That was going to be my question. So Yeah, it doesn't say any of that other than it'll join Beavis and Butthead uh, and Daria as reboots coming to Comedy Central. So. I loved, you know? I loved Ren and Stimpy as a kid. Now, I went back and, and watched a couple of the, the little sketches recently. The pacing is a little slow, which is strange. You know, you, you're used to things just sort of firing off. But, uh, you know, I, I think if they sort of keep the same sensibility in this new one, but uh, uh, speed up the timing a little bit and obviously bring back Billy West, I think it could be a hit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be a good, good thing. Um, it was definitely a show ahead of its time for us as kids. I'm not surprised. Well, I'm kind of surprised we were able to watch it looking back. There was a lot of stuff that was a little on the, <laughs> on the edge. You know, risky <laughs> side. Yeah, when you're a kid. So for sure. Oh, I hope they bring um, back Powdered Toast Man. And that, I, don't pee on the electric log. fence. 
<laughs> yeah, they always had the best stuff. No, sir, um, I don't like it. <laughs> or was it that that was the horse? That, that was the horse. There, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, another thing from our childhood that's coming back is Micro Machines and their really? famous Super Van City. There's a lot of nostalgia news today. (laughs) Micro Machines are now on sale again. Hasbro uh, and collaborating company Jazzwares announced the return of the tiny toy cars last year. That was hard to say, actually. And they're now available at Target, Walmart, and packs of cars and even play sets. Um, There's quite to be revived about the toy line familiar to those that grew up with them, like us. Unlike the short-lived revival in the mid-2000s, these are packaged similarly to similarly to that wow (laughs) to the classics with the packs of cars lined up uh their tiny plastic showroom bubble the size remains the same roughly 1.5 inches long and a fan favorite unfolding super van city returns as well the overlanding style van unfolds to reveal multiple different areas to drive your little cars including a drag strip just like the original there are other unfolding playsets too such as the car wash and the construction site um so yeah, so a single car will start at one ninety nine. The packs of three cost four ninety nine, and a five pack runs nine ninety nine. The small Seems play expensive. sets are fourteen ninety nine, and the playlist, uh, the Superman City, is forty nine ninety nine. So, um, if you're out for nostalgia, they're great. I remember as a kid, really loved them. I even had knockoff Micro Machines, you know, the ones <laughs> with the crappier plastic wheels that were a little bigger. Yep. I don't know who made those, but they're, yeah. you know, Micro Machines were definitely a cool thing back then. However. They don't have the license to actually use the rights to any of the cars, so everything looks very similar. So there's like hmm. a UPS van, there's a <laughs> a USP car. van, a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's very van. much like instead of Ford, it's like Roared, you know, things like that. So Fard, Fard. So I've got um, two questions. One is uh, John Machida still alive, and two, if John Machida is still alive, is he going to be doing the commercials again? I don't know if he's still alive and it makes no reference to him. So, but he was, he was always the thing that sold the micro machines of how fast he could talk when yep. he was trying to sell you stuff. So, um, we can only hope we, that is it. And then lastly, uh, super Nintendo world, um, has the construction has indefinitely been delayed at universal studios Orlando. So it's come along well in Japan. However, due to everything going on in the world, it's been pushed back and delayed. Um, they were hoping to get this open by 2023, but now it's going to be even longer. So um, if you want to go see it, the one in Japan was set to take place this summer, but that got pushed back. However, the one in Japan is just about done so much. In fact, that uh, the Mario Kart ride um, has leaked online a tester, I don't know if they meant to put it out, but uh, if you would like to check it out, if you just Google it or YouTube it, you can actually see a little bit of how that ride is going to take place uh, with how it interacts with you. Very cool stuff still coming, but it is still a few years out. And that was your entertainment news for August 7th. All right, let's roll on to the birthday, shall we? Right. There was only two birthdays today, so I'm going to take, since we were on a best of yesterday, I'm going to take yesterday's birthdays and combine it with today's to that kind works. of fill the gaps. So yesterday's birthdays saw Mike Trout, Angels outfielder, turn 29. He's, I think, the highest paid baseball player. I believe so. I, I believe he is. Deservedly Charlize so. Theron, who, who never looks like she ages, right. turned 45 yesterday. 
Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer of Iron Maiden, turned 62. I thought he was a lot older than that, but only 62. <laughs> David Duchovny is 60. He had multiple hit shows, uh, X-Files and... Fox uh, Yeah. What was the other one he was in? He played Hank in it. Oh, uh, Californication? Uh, Showtime. Yes, Californication. Yeah, another good show. And then Tobin Bell from Saw and also Tiger King turned 78 <laughs> yesterday. Um, today's birthdays, um, J.C. Chazé, uh, formerly of NSYNC, turned 43. That doesn't make you feel old. And then right. Dustin Hoffman turns 82 today. That is your celebrity birthday. Definitely. All right, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we've got good news, everyone. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you guys in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. Now, uh, we are all over social media. Many of you watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. So if you're in those areas and you miss us in the morning, you can always catch us in the evening. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, I'm at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F. Radio, of course, with an R. That's where we post most of our stories as well. Or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four. Or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. And Ryan, who is still out on work, hopefully we'll see him back here soon, is available at facebook.com forward slash Ryan.wink or on Instagram at nameswink. Now, being that it is Friday, you know, we live in a crazy, crazy world, as I mentioned at the top of every show. A lot of bad news comes out, but you know what? We like to take you into the weekend with... Oh, wait, no, that's not the right one. (laughs) Good news, everyone. I might might as well, just every week, like, uh, it's the good news, everyone. They always just throw it off with a weird soundbite. Right. (laughs) Uh, I love that goat soundbite. I I have a feeling it's going to make an appearance every once in a while. It's going to make an appearance every every, once in a while, huh? All right, I'll go ahead and kick off with my... Good news, everyone. All right, so one 11-year-old in Virginia is doing his part to help families during the pandemic. Cartier Carey set up a lemonade stand and uses 100% of the proceeds to buy diapers and baby wipes at local grocery stores and give them to single moms and dads in need. Carey started at a youth organization, or started a youth organization he called Kids for Change 757. I don't know what the 757 means, but about a year ago to help the homeless by handing out Cardi packs filled with deodorant, toothbrushes, and hand warmers. When the pandemic hit, he said he realized the strain it put on families, many of which lost their jobs or childcare as a result. He saw the shortage of diapers and baby wipes in stores and decided he wanted to try to help those in need by raising money. He said, I just wanted to raise money and spread awareness about single mothers that are struggling during this pandemic. They're doing everything on their own, so I decided to help. 
He set up a lemonade stand in his community and has been raising money and giving away diapers ever since. The family also started a GoFundMe page to help raise money so they can bring, uh, begin delivering to families outside his area. He said, due to the large news coverage, we have received a lot more requests for diapers from parents in need outside of Virginia. As the pandemic continued, the stand to be... Uh, the stand had to be taken down as a safety precaution, but that didn't stop Carrie and his family at all. They said, sad news because of the rising numbers in Virginia uh, from the COVID-19 virus. We are forced to shut down our lemonade stand outside. We want you all as safe as possible, but hey, we do have some good news. We aren't closing for good. We found a way to continue the marathon. We are going virtual. That's right, a virtual lemonade stand and snack bar. The virtual lemonade stand will be run from the organization's Facebook, Kids for Change 757, and Instagram page, Kids for Change 757, as well. If you want to help Kerry reach his goal of helping families, he recently posted a video with a giant empty truck he plans to fill up with baby items by August 6, 2020. Well, you missed it. That, that was yesterday. But uh, locals can drop diapers or wipes off to the truck directly, or people can purchase items from their Amazon wish list. If you're located uh, or if you're local to Virginia, you can make donations through PayPal, Venmo, or on his GoFundMe page. And I'd certainly say that that qualifies as good news, everyone. Mine today will be a uh, Western Wisconsin man will share his millions in lottery winnings with longtime friend because of a promise they made to each other nearly three decades ago. Friends Tom Cook and Joseph Feeney shook hands in 1992 and promised that if either one of them ever won the Powerball jackpot, they would split the money. That promise came to fruition last month when Cook bought the winning ticket for a $22 million jackpot at Synergy Coop in Minomi. I don't know where Minomi is. <laughs> Minomi. Minomi. When Cook, when Cook called to give his friends the good news, Feeney couldn't quite believe it. He called me and said, are you jerking my bobber? That's what it says. <laughs> said Feeney and Evan Let's start Fisherman. Using that. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you jerking my bobber? Wow. Cook retired after hitting the jackpot while Feeney was already retired. Neither has any extravagant plans for the winnings, but are looking forward to enjoying more family time. We can pursue what we are comfortable with. I can't think of a better way to retire, Cook said. The pair said they're looking forward to some traveling. Well, uh, yeah. The man chose the cash option of about $16.7 million, leaving each with nearly $5.7 million after taxes are paid. Oh, okay. Now, the odds of winning the Powerball jackpot are one in about $292 million. Hey, at, that's just a good one, too, because it's like you, they lived up to their word. They stayed friends, obviously. Right. It was like, now, uh, granted, you know, and I'm picturing they're at the end, like, we're finally did it, you son of a biscuit-eating bulldog, you <laughs> little bobber fisher. Let's travel. Um, that's just really cool because now they'll be able to travel. They can leave some for their family, whatever they want to do. But uh, really cool of them that uh, they're actually going to split it. So That is cool. You know, it's um, you, we all have these you know fantasies of what we do with our millions. And, you know, obviously you hear the stories. We've even covered it here where, you know, relationships get strained because somebody wins the lottery. And then, you know, family, long lost family comes out of the woodwork, you know, trying to uh, bleed people of the money. And so it sounds like, you know, they, they did a good job living up to their uh, to their word. Now, uh, Jesse and I have talked about, uh, you know, obviously there's things we'd want to do with the money. But a part 
part of it is we'd want to figure out a way to use some of it to give back, whether it's, you know, community, uh, you know, expanding Rough Riders, our dog rescue nonprofit. Um, is there anything in the article about these guys doing anything, uh, you know, outside uh, community based or? No, just enjoy life. Hey, you know what? That's all you can do. Unfortunately, they can't travel very well right now. But uh, no. for those two guys, I'd certainly say it is. Good news, everyone. Now, Tone, if you won the lottery, what would be the first thing you do? Oh, that's a great question. Um, definitely uh, get a financial advisor. That would yep. be the first thing. Kind of see, you know, make sure like my assets were in place and uh, I didn't have people coming after me. And then uh, I'd look the same thing. Look at donations. I mean, after I take care of uh, my family and my friends first, um, obviously I, I do some stuff with mine. <laughs> right. but, uh, but, you know, financial advisor would be kind of the first thing I'd be looking into. Yeah, you set yourself up so that, you know, you can live off the uh, the interest that it earns and, and, you know, not be one of these horror stories of people who blew through their money within a year, two years, three years, whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, you'd want to do it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure you do it right. But, uh, you know, not saying I wouldn't splurge on some uh, season Bronco tickets and uh, things like that. 50 but, uh, yard line. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'd actually be traveling to see the Broncos every week somewhere. Ooh, in your private jet. Uh, right. Yeah, probably. Well, folks, that does it for a, another Friday edition of Good News, Everyone. Hopefully that brightens your day a little bit, takes you into the weekend on an up note. Now, when we do come back, we have another edition of Kids Are Smart. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video or audio or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review so we know how you think about the show or what you think about the show. And uh, tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, uh, you know, every once in a while, we, we touch on this, um, whether it is a version of Kids Are Dumb, or in this case, Kids Are Smart. <laughs> Get it, goats, kids. So, anyway, uh, what got me thinking about this is, uh, you know, my son Corbin is, he's a bright kid. I, I, I have a feeling he's going to be an engineer in the future, whether it's, you know, building something or a computer engineer, he's very analytical with the way he thinks. And ever since he was basically able to talk, he would try to explain how things would work, just everyday things would work, and he'd make it up in his imagination. But more often than not, they were closer to reality than you would think. So in this edition of Kids Are Smart, I found a list of, um, that's the wrong list, here we go, uh, how kids <laughs> renamed common things, but actually made them sound better. So for instance, 
This from Twitter user Exploding Unicorn. Okay. Says my it's a good name. It is. Says my three year old calls my gray hairs wizard hair. I'm not getting older, I'm just getting more powerful. It's a good way to look at it. I like it. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> this one from Twitter user MME Defarge Knits. I have no idea where people come up with these. And I don't know how accurate this actually is, but I guess in their mind they were sort of blown away by it. Says my then four year old once saw a deer and called it a moose. When we corrected him, he insisted. When we corrected him again, he glowed and grumbled, tiny moose, under his breath. Several months later, watching a nature show, we learned that deer are, indeed, tiny moose. I don't know if they actually are tiny moose, but, uh, you know. I don't think so, yeah. Like, maybe, like, a distinct, you know, maybe a cousin or something, but no. (laughs) Again, I don't know what sort of nature shows that they're watching if... uh, deer are termed tiny moose uh but we could be wrong you know if folks if it's well, something from that... now on if i if i see a baby deer i'm gonna say look it's a baby moose yeah under your breath <laughs> just tiny moose tiny moose all right here's one from twitter user java assassin it says my daughter just called a cemetery a person garden i'm not even sure what she thinks is happening there but uh again oddly accurate Okay. Yeah, it really actually kind of is. It's always nice and green. Uh, always got flowers everywhere. Yep. It's, it's pretty close. The only thing you don't want is, you know, in a regular garden, you plant a seed and something grows out of it. Here, if you plant a human and a human grows out of it, that's called zombies and we've got bigger problems. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this from Twitter user Valley Girl says, My son calls dessert his bonus round, and I think we should all follow his lead. I like it. And yeah, I, I can get down behind that. Yeah, you finish your, your dinner, and, and now time for the bonus round. The only problem is I just never have enough in me to make it to the bonus round. Right? Yeah, it's which, like. Which it's, is always terrible. It's like you almost should just do it first. So that way you can at least enjoy it. Because you ever go to those nice restaurants, they've always got like these just mouth-watering and just amazing-looking desserts. And you're like, you know, today's the day I'm going to get that. And then once you've gone through your meal, here I, nah, I'm full. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like, it's really hard to make it to that round. It is. And uh, I don't know if you've been to a Cheesecake Factory at all or, or recently, but oh, yeah. that one's the worst where, I mean, their portions are huge to begin with. But then they've got this huge selection of cheesecakes for dessert that you're always too full to order at the end. I order anyway oh, and bring man. it home with me, but, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't make sense. No, it's tough to get to, man, but fantastic cheesecake, though. Oh, so good. So good. I want to go get cheesecake after this. All right. It uh, does sound good. Moving on with uh, kids who have renamed common everyday things but uh, made them potentially better. Twitter user Jamie Girl says, my three-year-old, having never seen a hummingbird before, called it a butterfly dragon. I did not correct her. I'd say that's a good description of a hummingbird if you've never seen one before. Yeah, I'd just let them think that anyways, because when they got older, they would still say that. Somebody would eventually correct them, and then they could always say, you know, I always thought it was a a butterfly dragon. That that makes sense. (laughs) Butterfly dragon's a cooler name, too. It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like just... Does the hummingbird really hum? I mean, they're very cool if you ever seen them, 
Um, Their wings flapping a, make that sort of yeah. sound. Oh, okay. I'm never close enough to, to see him. I've seen him a bunch of times. It's never close <laughs> enough. We, we get quite a few in our backyard. Moving on, uh, sort of along those same lines, Twitter user Jillian K245 says a friend's five-year-old was wailing about seeing flamingo witches after watching the National Geographic channel. Took a little while to figure out she was talking about vultures. If you think about a vulture and then think flamingo witches, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it actually does. Uh, here's one where uh, a little unclear on the concept, uh, especially here in Nevada. <laughs> Twitter user Darren Loves Bacon says, my kid calls those little ornament hangers Christmas hookers, and I have no plans on telling him differently. <laughs> this is almost like that bobber joke, right? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Quit jerking wow. my bobber. Quit jerking my bobber, you little... <laughs> Oh, I wish Netflix used that. All right, moving on with uh, Kids Are Smart, renaming common things into uh, something a little more accurate. Twitter user Fendi Simone, if that's what it actually is, says, my two-year-old thinks Siri is called Seriously. She doesn't actually know how to (laughs) use Siri, so she picks up on my phone and says, Seriously, call Grandma at the screen. I actually think that uh, that'd be more effective. You know, it actually, uh, I don't want to say the name because my phone will actually recognize it's right there. So I'm not going to say that word. But uh, if I say I have a coworker named Sierra, and when I say that on the radio, my phone will always be like, what can I help you with? (laughs) Uh, She changed Siri's voice to, to British. I did, yes, yeah. So I got I got British Siri. Nice. Uh, my dad did okay, the same good. thing. Okay, good. It didn't too. catch that one. Thank God. All right, all right. Yeah, and never say Siri. Play Lemon Party. Sorry, sorry, folks. If if that triggered something. All right. No, did not work here. So you're good. Good, good. All right. Moving on. This is another one that makes sense. Unfortunately, there's not many of them around anymore. But uh, Twitter user Alita the Libra says, "My son calls Toys R Us Toys or Else." If you think about it, if you're going in there with a kid, you're getting a toy. I mean, there's there's no way about it because they will throw a fit if you don't. Yep. That, that's how it used to be. They don't exist anymore, so you They're, don't get so lucky with that. They actually do. They've got select stores, I want to say maybe a dozen at the most around the country, and they're more niche stores, like if you've walked into a GameStop recently, um, that sort of thing. Oh. I didn't even know they came back. I I don't know. They're not out here. I'll tell you that. Much. Not here either. In fact, our Toys R Us here is now a Goodwill. Oh, there you go. <laughs> to bring back and donate all the crap you bought there at one point in time. <laughs> all right. Moving on with uh, Kids Are Smart, kids who rename everyday things into something a little more accurate. Here's another one from Exploding Unicorn. It says, my four-year-old calls Dunkin' Donuts Drunken Donuts. I was going to correct her, then I realized it was the best idea ever for a bakery, which is true. I, I don't think I've ever really gone into a Dunkin' Donuts totally sober. Um, I've been sober every time I've been to one, but it's usually just driving through Nebraska. That's usually the only time I've stopped that one. <laughs> so... I'm not a big Dunkin' fan. I, I, I prefer the... Not uh, either. Yeah, the little uh, mom-and-pop shops. Oh, of course. Especially in Nevada, man. You, 
Are you kidding me? The donuts out there are phenomenal. Oh, we've got some good places like, yeah, around here. Yeah, you do. Shoot. You don't have that. You don't have too many of those here in Colorado. At least not that I've found a, found a couple, but it's kind of hard when you've had fantastic and great. Uh, everything's just kind of good at that point. So. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on. Twitter user Daddy Doubts talks about, uh, I guess this would be accurate if uh, we were able to uh, lift the skirt, but it says, uh, my kid just called the Statue of Liberty, the Statue <laughs> the statue of Puberty, and this is the content I signed up for when becoming a parent. So uh, again, we'll, we'll never know because that, uh, that dress is locked into place. Yeah, that is true. That thing's not moving. Not not since the uh, Great Battle of uh, 92 in New York. <laughs> and the Ghostbusters were able to uh, revive that. You know what always freaked me out was that, um, you know, like when they got in the Statue of Liberty and start walking through the ocean and it goes up to the eyes. Uh, that was crazy. Like, how did they know it was like, yeah, we could just walk through it. It'll be fine. It's right. not that deep. Well, and if it was 20 feet deeper, they'd all be drowned. Yeah, exactly. It's nuts. Yeah. I was amazed that they were able to get the Statue of Liberty to do all of that motion with just a uh, Nintendo uh, arcade joystick. Yeah, yeah, it was even better. Yeah, they had the advantage, you know, that NES one. It was perfect. <laughs> all right, moving on with uh, kids renaming everyday items into something a little more palatable. Uh, here's one that I think I might start using uh, from Twitter user Psych Scientists. It says, my son renamed the ladle to Super Scooper, and that's just what it's called now. It is. It's a soup or scooper yeah i like that. that's actually a good name for it they should trademark that <laughs> all right well if you are heading to drunken donuts you might want to take a page out of this girl's book twitter user swisher girl 24 says this morning my three-year-old called a donut a cake bagel so that's what we're calling them from now on again absolutely makes sense cake bagel <laughs> Uh, Twitter user Suzanne Blakeman says, when our son was little, he called a harmonica a cowboy trumpet. <laughs> I, I, How is it a cowboy trumpet? Because cowboys play it and sound comes do, out of it. You blow into it. Do and, do, do cowboys play harmonicas? They I do. Don't, I, I think they got like the acoustic guitars and things like that. That's what I picture a cowboy doing. <laughs> I picture like a bluesy person in uh, New Orleans busting out a harmonica. Or Steven Tyler, but that but that's about it, you know. But uh, keep okay, it in your then. keep it in your Steven Tyler PJs. No, of course, Steven Tyler PJs. Steven uh, Tyler PJs. And folks, before we head into our long break, uh, one last word of wisdom from a child from Twitter user Aaron Morgan Tate says, "My son couldn't think of the right word for hush puppies, so he just renamed them Quiet Doggies." <laughs> you know it's it's smart kid yeah it's smart the same kid. thing not quite right but but close enough well folks I, I like it as i mentioned we are headed into our long break enjoy the news and when we come back we have our calling contest laugh in eat out we solicit you guys for jokes for a chance to win a 25 dollar doordash gift card win it don't go anywhere we will be back in a few Fuzzball. 
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. So crazy what? that... No, it scares me! <laughs> so crazy... Just the heebie-jeebies! <laughs> Not so much. I love that. I love that. No, I know. It is funny. And folks, you are hearing the voice of my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. How are you holding up on this Friday, Tone? Man, it's a good Friday. No complaints. Everything's great. Day off today. Ah, oh, you a okay, partner. What more could you ask for? How are right? you? Yeah, 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 it's been great. Doing well, having a good show. Looking forward to the weekend. Sleeping in. Oh God, I love sleeping in. Oh, sleeping in. That's gonna be amazing. Tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm already fantasizing about it. But you know, yeah, yeah. Got to get through the day. Got to get through this show. But you know, luckily the show is. It's easy to do. We have fun putting it together, and we love the interaction from our audience. In fact. This is the interactive portion of the show where we want you guys, the listeners and the watchers, to call in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. Today is not only a call-in topic, it is a call-in contest for a chance to win a $25 DoorDash gift certificate. We're calling it Laugh In, Eat Out. All you have to do is call in with your funniest joke. Obviously, it has to fall within FCC guidelines. If you curse, if you go over the line a little bit, we'll have to dump you, unfortunately. But you know what? You can tow that line. And if it's funny enough, then you win yourself a $25 DoorDash gift certificate. Now, uh, obviously, we wouldn't expect you guys to give us jokes without us doing it first. You know, you know, we uh, we lead by example, I guess. So uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> I guess. Let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> Uh, I like that sound bite. I do too, Tony. I know you pulled up a joke. Uh, you're you're more of just a wacky guy in general, not so much of a formatted joke person. But yep. uh, yeah, what have you got for us? Just as an example. Um, well, it's not the one I told you off air. So uh, right. which I, that's my favorite joke because it's the first joke I ever heard in my life, and it took forever to get it. But nonetheless, this one I thought was pretty funny. Um, maybe you'll think so too. I don't know. We'll find out. So a bus full of ugly people had a head on collision with a truck. When they died, God granted them all one wish. The first person said, I want to be gorgeous. God snapped his fingers and it happened. The second person said the same thing. God did the same thing. This went on and on throughout the group. Then God noticed the last man in line was laughing hysterically. By the time God got to the last 10 people, the last man was laughing and rolling on the ground. When the man's turn came, when the man's turn came, he laughed and said, I wish they were all ugly again. <laughs> it, it got an overall good laugh factor. There was a few uh, 
it was like a rating system of uh, emoji pointing and laughing, and then there was an annoyed emoji. So this one got ge- generated more than it did. Okay, so. right. fair enough. Uh, mine is towing the line without going over. So just to give you guys an example of you know how far you can take it, but uh, three couples were part of a clinical study where uh, at the end of the study they had a chance to earn some money, but they were told that. Uh, they were to refrain from having sex throughout the course of this survey. Now, the three couples were a newlywed couple, a middle-aged couple, and a long retired elderly couple. So at the end of the uh, study, they come back in and the person running the study goes to the older couple and says, uh, you know, so were you guys able to refrain from having sex? And the old couple says, ah, we've been doing it for years. That wasn't a problem. And so of course, of course they earned the money. Well, uh, you know, the, the middle-aged couple, they asked the same thing, you know, uh, were you guys able to refrain from having sex? And they respond, you know, it, it was difficult, but we, we made it work. And so the, uh, the person running the study says, okay, you know what, you guys earn your money. She then turns to the newlywed couple and says, uh, you know, uh, were you guys able to refrain from having sex? And they, the uh, uh, husband looks at the person and says, you know, at first we were able to, but then, you know, one day she she reached up for a can of corn and, and we just had to go for it right then and there. And uh, the person running the study says, well, you know what that means. The husband says, <laughs> yeah, we don't get the money and we're not allowed in the grocery store either. <laughs> they were doing it in the grocery store. I'm going to give myself yeah. a bad joke. Yeah, yeah, baby. See, it doesn't have to be a great joke. We're just trying to lighten the mood a little bit. But folks, we're going to go ahead and open the phone lines to you now. 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Call in with your joke for a chance to win a $25 DoorDash gift certificate, something we can all use now. And folks, when we come back, we open those phone lines to you. So give us a call. Let's see them light up. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. And we're having a good time here. We're telling jokes and we're giving away money. Let's put a smile on that face. Yes, we want you guys to call in at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Again, toll-free from anywhere in the world for a chance to win a $25 DoorDash gift certificate. All you have to do is tell a joke. Again, it doesn't have to necessarily be good. You know, sometimes the delivery will outweigh the content of the joke, but we'll see. In any case, we do have one caller on the line. Let's go ahead and go to that caller. Hi, who are we speaking with? Kendra? Hey, Kendra. How you doing? Hi, Kendra. Hey, guys. All right. <laughs> Kendra, you seem to always pop up around contest time. I wonder if you've got a strategy. I love it. Uh, yeah, I work from home on Fridays. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. Well, we're glad you called in. And obviously, uh, in order to qualify for that $25 DoorDash gift card, you got to give us a joke. 
Okay. I'm going to keep this one clean. Um, so two muffins are sitting in the oven. One muffin turns to the other and says, man, it's getting hot in here. The other muffin turns and goes, holy crap, a talking muffin. <laughs> I like it. I like okay, it. my 13-year-old nephew thought that was hilarious. <laughs> well, like I said, the, the delivery, it, it provides so much more to the joke than just the content of the joke itself. So uh, great delivery, Kendra. What we're going to do is we're going to put you back on hold. Wait for a couple more people to call in for their chance to win a $25 DoorDash gift card. Now, uh, you can also chime in on our Facebook page as well. If you're a little shy, like uh, our uh, dear Bella, daughter of our friends uh, Mike and Lacey. Tony, do you want to go ahead and uh, tell her joke? Yeah. uh, Bella says, of all the cardboard cutouts, so this is a reference to baseball here, of all the cardboard cutouts of people at baseball games this year, they all look a little... Board. I like. So it. now, now it was a good joke, but it was a good pun, and we haven't had good puns since Ryan was on the show. I know. Back in eighteen ninety-two. Remember back when he was on the show? <laughs> good times. I know he's working, and yeah. it's all in good jest. We miss you, Ryan. Yeah, now spe- I also got another. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, you know, speaking of those cardboard cutouts, I, I think the whole idea just falls a little flat. Ooh. That's just good stuff. Hey, Annabella, thank you so much for uh, sending uh, us your joke. We appreciate it, sweetie. You feel free to call. It's okay. Yeah. Um, her mom, Lacey, also has a joke. Why couldn't the pirate go to the movie? Mm, I know, but I want to hear your delivery tone. Okay. Because it's rated. Arg! Or arg. I was going to say rated arg. Arg. It's rated R and G, me matey. Sometimes it's R, sometimes it's G, but it's always laugh. <laughs> oh, very own Steve the Pirate. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Peter. All right, folks, we are soliciting your jokes shamelessly, but you know what? It's all for a good cause. Yes, $25 in your pocket for a DoorDash gift card. Don't be shy. Give us a call. 844-790-8255. Don't worry, Mama. Things won't get weird. (laughs) 844-790-TALK. Pulled up a list. Uh, There is apparently a uh, a Twitter group that's dedicated. No, sorry, a Reddit group that's dedicated to jokes and uh, figured, you know, why not be prepared just in case we we're lacking some callers. But uh, Kendra, we appreciate you holding on the line while we wait for a few more people to call. Hold the line. <laughs> Jokes aren't always on time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One such joke from this Reddit group says my Tinder bio says that I have a corner office with views of the entire city, drive a $500,000 vehicle, and that I'm paid to travel. My dates never seem too happy when I tell them that I'm a bus driver. Beep, beep. <laughs> hey, what happens uh, to a frog's car when it breaks down? What? It gets towed away. <laughs> you know what I would love to do? I, I don't know how many kids we have listening to the show. Obviously, Bella is one of them. But uh, I would love for kids to call in with a, a series of kid jokes at some point. Uh, one such that I heard that uh, my boys love is, uh, why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? 
Why is that? Because it got stuck in the crack. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, what did the duck say when he bought lipstick? What's that? Put it on my bill. Oh. See, kid jokes can be just as good as an adult joke. All right, here's one that, uh, sort of a one-liner. says, my wife left me because I am an insecure. No, wait, she's back. She just went to get coffee. <laughs> oh. All right. You know what was always a classic good kid one? Why was six scared of seven? Why is that? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why did the witch's team lose the baseball game? Why is that? Because their bats flew away. Oh, funny. <laughs> Can a kangaroo jump higher than the Empire State Building? Why? Uh, no. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> of course. The Empire State Building can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love kids' jokes. Why uh, couldn't the leopard play hide and seek? Why? Because he's always spotted. Ah. At first, I thought you said, why couldn't the leper pay, play hide and seek? I was <laughs> saying, because like maybe... Like the leper, like it? <laughs> like part of, part of him is there, part of him is over there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Here's one from that Reddit group. It says, last night, my girlfriend dressed up as a policewoman and told me I was under arrest on suspicion of being good in bed. Two minutes later, she told me all the charges were dropped due to lack of evidence. Oh, sick burn. Sick burn. Oh, here's one. I got fired uh, from my job because I kept asking my customers whether they would prefer smoking or non-smoking. Apparently, the correct terms are cremation and burial. <laughs> uh, you know, instead of the John, I should call my toilet the gym. That way it sounds better when I say I go to the gym first thing every morning. <laughs> Or Tony, I just saw that one. I thought that one was pretty funny. In Tony's case, you do both. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> ah, here, here's sort of a, a kid one that uh, I think I think we even talked about this one going over people's heads. But uh, a priest, a imam, and a rabbit walk into a blood bank. The rabbit says, "I think I might be a type O." Get it? Because it's not a rabbi. A rabbi. It's a rabbit. Oh, gotcha. I was going to say, rabbits don't talk unless you're Bugs Bunny. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No, I didn't. It's okay. He woke up. Oh, the kidnapping. I got it. I got it. it. Yeah. I have to cheat to do the Ryan puns. He does these naturally. I just, I say him, I go, wow, you know, he's got a lot of those. (laughs) I know. He just fires them out of the top of his head. It's crazy. Hey, do you know why the can crusher quit his job? I do not. Because it was so depressing. Uh. <laughs> Folks, we are dropping jokes today. We want to hear from you. 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. And it may even pay off for a $25 DoorDash gift card. In the running, we've got Kendra, we've got Bella, and we've got Lacey. Still time for you guys to uh, join on in. All right. Yeah. Let's do uh, it, dog. Do it. All right. Let's see. Dun, dun, dun. There's some really bad jokes in here that I'm skipping yeah. past because while you're, while you're skimming, if you have, if I have five bottles in one hand and six in the other hand, what do I have? 
what do you have? A drinking problem. Ah. Boingy boing. That's who submitted that joke. Boingy boing. <laughs> boingy boing, 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 boing. Now you're sounding like the uh, Swedish chef on the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> which leads to the uh, joke that you can't tell so uh, if you guys want to know the joke we'll, we'll have Tony posted on our uh, Phoenix page yeah. in the break but uh, here's one that's a little topical it says what is a Karen called in Europe an American <laughs> uh, why did Adele cross the road why to sing hello from the other side. <laughs> Not a great one, but that, yeah. that was that was more of a cricket one. That one kind of yeah. sucked. <laughs> here's, here's one from the Reddit group says today I was invited. <laughs> today I was invited by a female janitor to smoke some weed at her apartment, but I politely declined. I can't deal with a high maintenance woman. <laughs> oh, can February March? The answer is no, but April, May. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't heard the cricket button in a while. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, here's one. My friend gets really upset when I call him a flat earther. He says the correct term is bulldozer operator. Get it? Because he's flattening the earth. Not... Yo, yeah, I like it. <laughs> hey, what do you call a pig that does karate? What do you call it? A pork chop. Ah. <laughs> All right. And before we get to our decision for the winner of the $25 DoorDash gift certificate, here's one. It says, uh, my roommate says our house is haunted. I've been living here for 300 years and haven't noticed. <laughs> ah, I like a little gut-busting laugh. Um, can I tell one more before we roll? Go for it. A man got hit in the head with a can of Coke. But it's all right. It was a soft drink. <laughs> Wordplay. All right, folks. So uh, we've got uh, Kenra's muffin joke. We have uh, Bella's um, board joke. Board joke with the uh, Cut cardboard out cutouts. Yeah. And then we had uh, Lacey, who, uh, what was with her? Pirate. Like, how do matey. I forget? All right. Who's going to win these jokes? Is, yeah. That was Smeagol and Savage. <laughs> yeah. oh. Tony, for me, I think the winner is not only topical, but uh, had some really good pun-worthy wordplay. My vote is for Bella. I like Kendra. Because she partakes all the time, and her joke was funny, and I agree. And I like Lacey with the pirate I do. But I got to go with our niece, Bella. Bella, you win. You are the winner. <laughs> I'm curious to find out what Bella's going to do with that $25 DoorDash. What are door you going to do with your $25 DoorDash card, kid? I have a feeling so some Michael McDonald's is on the way, right? Yeah, Michael, uh, reach out with your email so we can uh, send it to you there. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for playing. Kendra, we are going to let you go. Thank you for holding on the line. As always, we love the interaction. But, folks, that does it for today's call-in contest. When we come back, we have a segment called Oops, Wrong Number. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. 
To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 7th. Now, we talk about it a couple times on the show. We have a thing called the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to leave a message after the beep. You know how voicemail works. You can chime in on anything. For instance, if you missed our segment on uh, funny jokes and you want to chime in with your very own, you can do so on the Phoenix Line. For instance, we missed a couple on Tony's text message. If you want to go ahead and uh, rattle those off real quick, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mike, uh, Bella's dad chimed in and said, did you hear about the Wookiee cookie? I did not. It's a it's a little chewy. That was that was a good one. That actually plays off the Star Wars heart. That tugs at the heartstrings. I like um, it. And then uh, Bella had one more joke. She won anyways, but she had another joke, and and it was, "What do snowmen eat for lunch? What do they eat for lunch? Ice burgers." Uh. I'll never let go, Jack. Never let go. Um, she's also very excited. She's already looking at the list of her DoorDash restaurants. Ooh, so very nice. Congrats, Bella. There's your shout out. Extra shout out. And, uh, and he sent me the email. I'll forward to you. And uh, yeah. So tell us more jokes. I mean, uh, yeah. Call, always, call into the Phoenix line. Yeah, we love jokes. We love audience interaction. Uh, you can even tell us if we're wrong about something, if we Filippo'd something terribly. Um, or you can be like Tim, where we were talking about John Mashita if he was still alive. Tim even chimed in on our Facebook to mention that, yes, he is still alive. If you want to do, give us a call. On that Phoenix line, it is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. Or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining, and we will compile those together to play in a future show. Now, this next segment is called Oops, Wrong Number. We've all been there. You know, we've been texting away, and... We don't realize that we accidentally sent a text message to the wrong number or we've called a wrong number when we actually use the phone as a phone. <laughs> Tony, is there any particular oops scenario that comes to mind, uh, you know, that you've done? Oh, yeah. You know, there's there's definitely been things now. Uh, sometimes when you're like when I'm talking to people, sometimes they'll be talking to me on Messenger or it'll be on Snapchat or it'll be that. Um, and we have like group like group chats and things like that. And then sometimes you're involved with so many different, uh, you know, conversations and then you accidentally <laughs> respond to the wrong group. And everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? You're like, Oh, you know, or like the other night I was discussing uh, cars uh, with Mike and we were up. I mean, I got off late. He's an insomniac. I'm now an insomniac. And, uh, you know, I'm up talking cars with him. And then, uh, my friend Annie had sent me a uh, car link uh, to look at cars and uh, okay. and to get like a value of your car or something like that. And uh, I went back to her pay or you know her text thread to look and and uh, you know I I meant and then I was like oh cool you know I'm responding to all these car messages and so here I am and I'm responding to Annie's text at three in the morning. And I can only imagine, like, poor girl, she has kids and she's sleeping and her husband's right there. It's like, what's this dude texting at three in the morning when I'm trying to text Mike? I'm like, why isn't Mike responding? Oh, 
<laughs> texted the wrong person. And I felt really Oops. bad because sleep is very critical for her. And then, of course, you don't want to be rude and be texting somebody that early in the morning. So late Oof. at night. <laughs> so that's the most yeah. recent one. But, I mean, it's happened a ton of times in my life, more than more than I can think of. It happens to all of us. Uh, the one that comes to mind for me is, uh, you know, Jesse travels half the month before the time of coronavirus you know she's uh, a regional oh, director oh, for a company. I guess what, <laughs> <laughs> so she travels and you know when she's traveling we'll jokingly send uh inappropriate emojis back and forth just for the fun of it realized one evening uh was sending her inappropriate emojis and uh accidentally sent them to my ex-wife which I'm sure was very confusing for her, quickly had to respond back, oops, that was not meant for you. Oops, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But If uh, this was early in the, early in the thing, it could have even been like, ah, he wants me back. Right. Yes. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wasn't quite early on, but uh, in any case, I've, I've got a, a list of some uh, wrong number exchanges uh, to run through in this segment. So let's go ahead and get on with the first one. All right. This first Hello? one is a text exchange. The uh, original poster says, is this Joe or do I have the wrong number? The person replies, Joe Mama, and then replies back, yeah, you got the wrong number. Original texter posts back, oh, sorry. A little bit later on. The original poster posts a picture of what looks like a giant, like a uh, barbecue smoker says, uh, sent this wrong number earlier to the, to this guy that was kind of a smart ass and, uh, <laughs> sent it to the same person. And the guy goes, do you mean Joe mama? <laughs> so <laughs> I never, you know, I never got the Joe mama jokes until I get, obviously when I was older, but I was younger, I didn't really get that. <laughs> Instead of Joe is yo, and yeah, get it now. Yeah. But uh, at least somebody's having fun with uh, somebody who doesn't quite know how to work a text message. Now, Tony, have you gotten any uh, scam texts? I get scam phone calls all oh, the time. All, but the, all, the, all the damn time, yeah. You get the text. You know, yeah, I get the text. I end up deleting them, and it's always like, um, uh, I was going to bring one up, but I delete them. Oh, because I started looking into cars and stuff. It's like, Hey, um, click this link right here and we will give you top dollar for your Ford. Yeah. We'll give you, and it's like this ridiculous one. It's like, I didn't even message this company. So no, thanks. <laughs> well, moving on to our next one. So it's a, a screenshot of a text message at the top. You know, it, it normally has, you know, either a picture or the name of the person that's being text message. In this case, it's but, you know, just a bunch of avatars, 20 people. And the person has you know, a couple hearts emoji is, you know, what's up? Oh, hey, check out this website. And it's a little link to the website. And the person responds back. Obviously, are you trying to scam 20 people at once? So calling them out on the crap. I'm calling you out on your crap right here, there, now, and every day. <laughs> Hello? Hello, McFly. Uh, you make like a tree and get out of here. Exactly. This next one, a little unclear on the concept. Uh, Hello? Per person says, you've, you've got a wrong number. They respond back, well, what's the right one? 
original person oh. says back, I have no idea. You just have the wrong number. Why, why would they know? No. You know, I love when I, if I, I actually, I have a blast doing this with the, uh, when they, when you answer the actual like scam calls, mm. I, I love messing with them. I really do. Um, then I get a little paranoid, like they're getting my information cause I'm on too long. So then I hang up real fast, but <laughs> I love to mess with them and say, uh, like, they're like, uh, yes, you owe the government money. I go, I do. Oh, I guess you need my account number so I can pay you. Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, great. Let me give it to you. And then you give them some messed up number or I like goofy voices. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Jenny number works well. And then in my uh, last relationship, that infamous uh, car ride in Seattle uh, did not due to go a so prank well. call did not go well. Nope. I still think it's funny though. Nope. <laughs> All <laughs> right, moving on with the uh, oops, wrong numbers. Oops. This next uh, text message in- exchange uh, person posts up a picture of grapes for whatever reason, <laughs> then puts "consider this an effing warning." And then quickly responds, oops, sorry, wrong person. Well, the person who receives it replies back, no, wait, I would want to know more about that, too. Yeah. I'm going to bust you grapes if you keep talking to my friend that way. Oh, huh, what's up? That ain't for you. Oh, don't worry about it. Your grapes are safe. I, was, I meant to say grapefruits, but they didn't have a grapefruit emoji. <laughs> now, we'll bust your grapefruit. It's a bundle right there. That's what it's about. <laughs> All right, this one, next one, I mean, again, you want to know more. It's completely out of context. Hello? That damn phone is ringing again. Just simply says, Priscilla, you stink like tuna. Tuna every day. (laughs) Again, I want to know more. Uh Uh-oh, did we lose your tone? You smell like tuna. No, I had to mute because I was coughing. I didn't want to cough into the crowd there. (laughs) You smell like tuna, though. Not like tuna. You smell like it. <laughs> Another one slightly out of context for you. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> wrong sound bite. What? Uh, it says, hi, Joe. My name is Rebecca. You've been recommended to me by Vanessa to potentially shoe my mule. He's never had shoes and can be trying with farrier work. But he is a good boy and seems unbothered by taping his feet or tapping his feet with a hoof pick. Again, I, I want to know more. I want to know what's happening. I'm curious. <laughs> hey, how's your mule? I'm freaking dying to know here. <laughs> Is your mule, does he give pony rides? Does right. Does he perform at birthday parties? I'm dying to know. <laughs> I can't get out and all because, you know. I guess what, this? <laughs> Coronavirus! I've been secluded because of that. Exactly. Well, folks, as we head into the break, one last... Hello! Oops, wrong Hello. number. <laughs> Hello! Uh, Tony, that is going to be you in 30 years. All right. What? Poster says, I can't believe how cheap green beans are. The wrong person receiving it says, who is this and what green beans? The original person replies, like from a store. And, of course, the person confused says, what store? Who is this? They just sound grumpy. Well, folks, hopefully you're not grumpy. We are headed into the final segment of the show. What? As as we do every day, we've got this day in history. Drop a little knowledge, a few laughs on you as well. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And folks, we made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is August. No, it is Friday, August 7th. Uh, it is August. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you can tell my brain's checking out. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the final segment of the final show of the week. And uh, you know what? Uh, I still have the full day ahead of me. But you know what? We will take you guys out on an up note as we do uh, you know, with this day in history. But before we get there, if you missed a portion of the show, if you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, you can do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can also get audio, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Doozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Are you? No, but I would like to be. (laughs) (laughs) While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because why, Tone? Sharing is caring. Yarg! Even if you're sharing scurvy. Scurvy, me mateys. I can't wait to hear what's up in these days in histories. <laughs> well, as... It talks so much like the computer screen is bouncing. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird, yeah. I'm feeling a little jigglies, I am. <laughs> well, as Tony mentioned, let's go ahead and close out this week. Let's close out this show with this day in history. Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history. Ryan's not here, so I'll be going uh, through and leading us through this day in history, starting out with uh, 626, I would assume A.D., not B.C., we had the Battle of Constantinople, where Slavic Persians of Varenlut are defeated. The only reason I really read that is because Constantinople is a fun word to say. Yar! <laughs> I was just trying to do a text message, so I missed it, so you just get an arg. Ruh-roh. All right. This day in 1573, Francis Drake's fleet returns to Plymouth after a year spent raiding for Spanish treasure. Ooh, I wonder what sort of... He was a tomb raider before Laura Croft and Nathan Drake. There you go. Maybe that's where uh, Nathan Drake got his name from. Maybe he's his great-great-grandfather, Francis Drake. Ooh, Francis. Actually, you know what's cool is those Uncharted games actually... Um, they do tie into the Francis Drake. Oh. So that one's that actually is like that game is a legit little spinoff based off him. So look at that. Tony, Tony can't tell you anything about Constantinople, but as soon as it relates to a video game, he's all over it. Because I'm the brain of a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on this day in 1606, possible first performance of Shakespeare's tragedy Macbeth performed in the Great Hall at Hampton Court Palace for King James I. To be or not to be? Yeah, that is the question me making. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, the uh, the famous uh, pirate that's part of Macbeth. <laughs> I was in the deleted scenes. Yar! <laughs> and then they cut me and I was quite sad. <laughs> Oh, moving on. This day in 1620, astronomer Johannes Kepler's mother is arrested for witchcraft. What a witch. I, I mean, 
I just wa- I can't believe that she would go on and do such a dastardly thing. Well, back in those days, I mean, you sneeze in the wrong direction and you're accused of witchcraft. Oh, dude, that's that's 2020. You sneeze and you're the devil. Like <laughs> you get that mama from uh, Waterboy. You the devil. You in your little coffin, Sands. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, we were at Red Robin. I want to say a week ago, and you know, you're there. You're eating for some you went reason. Without me, I did. For shame. For shame. For some reason, French fries, you know, create a little flemminess in there, and you just got to clear your throat. Well, you know, God forbid you clear your throat in a restaurant. Holy cow, people turn around and look. So when you did that, someone was like, I guess what, this <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Pretty much. He's got the, he's got the Rona! <laughs> I know it because I heard it in his voice! My friend Julie once had some phlegm! Right here, and she tested positive for that COVID. He got it. <laughs> he he do. We getting out of here. We want our food comped. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a little a little dramatic for just a segment. <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy world. All right, moving on. This day, 1782, George Washington creates the Purple Heart Medal, originally named the Badge of Military Merit, as commander of the Continental Army. So that's where the Purple Heart originated. And, of course, we always thank those who are serving for their service. Absolutely. Yeah, and that one I'll be 100% serious. I think that's cool. That's still around today. And it's a, you know, what a cool badge. That's awesome. Today in history. Love that one. (laughs) Also this day in history, 1802, Napoleon orders reinstatement of slavery on St. Domingue. Right after that, he ordered a Piggly Wiggly from Ferrell's. Excellent! Yeah, gosh, that Napoleon. Here, eat it, titty, fat cow. What? (laughs) I tried to do a Napoleon (laughs) done. Oh, uh, I laughed too hard. I can't do it. It's the end of the week. We're we're just we've we've lost it. We have lost it. Gosh! All right. This I day, nineteen twenty. Like the greatest thing ever, Christian. <laughs> I'm getting some tots after this. This day in nineteen twenty nine, New York Yankee slugger and Sultan of Swing Babe Ruth ties the MLB record by hitting grand slams in consecutive games for the second time in a thirteen to one win victory over the Philadelphia A's. I didn't know the A's were from Philadelphia originally. Look at that. You learn something new every day. I didn't, I'm a baseball guy, and I did not even know that. Like, I know teams traveled a lot to different ones, but, uh, yeah, the Philadelphia A's, crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, this day in 1939, millionaire Howard Hughes is presented with a congressional gold medal. Uh, don't know what that medal signifies, but, hey, you got one. You got a friend in me. Gosh, Tina. <laughs> Fuck out. Oh, here's one that we've mentioned a couple times. Uh, apparently it was a uh, either a tradition or a habit for him. But uh, this day in 1956, Boston Red Sox fine slugger Ted Williams $5,000 for spitting at heckler or heckling Boston fans. The third incident in three weeks. Damn. Well, you know, it's the three strikes rule and you're out. Like, first time, we'll give you a warning. Second time, going to coach you. And the third time, I'm going to fine you $5,000. Next time you spit on them, 
five thousand dollars and fifty cents. You just keep throwing it go up a quarter every time. <laughs> I wonder what five thousand dollars equates to now compared to oh yeah, that had to have been a lot back then. I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, moving on. This day, in 1963, Jacqueline Kennedy becomes the first, uh, yeah, the first U.S. first lady to give birth since Mrs. Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, not a whole lot of uh, first ladies giving birth there in the White House. No, there's really not. Has there been any since then? I don't think so. I know that. No, I don't either. Um, but JFK Mrs. was... Mrs. Cleveland, unbelievable. <laughs> Mrs. Cleveland gave birth to her daughter in the ward house. JFK was a relatively young president, so... It yeah, he sense. was. Yep. All right, this day in 1972, hey-ya-boo-boo, boo. Yogi Berra, Sandy Koufax, Lefty Gomez, Earl Wynn, Josh Gibson, Will Herridge, Buck Leonard, and Ross Youngs are inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Awesome. Back when the Baseball Hall of Fame was legit and not a joke. <laughs> Sorry, I think the MLB Hall of Fame is a joke. Yeah, it's uh, not Change my mind. The fact I that- love baseball, but... Yeah, the fact that they can put asterisks on people for something yeah. that they see as a slight or, you know, that yeah. Pete Rose is still not considered for it, it's just blasphemy. It's, it is. Don't honor the records then. My goodness. Like, don't call Barry Bonds the home run king if you ain't going to let him in. Exactly. And then finally, moving from baseball to basketball this day in 1992, the Orlando Magic signed number one draft, a little guy named Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he was tiny. I mean, he went on to do nothing with his career. What a flop. I know. Awful pick by the Orlando Magic, which, side tangent, if you got Netflix, go check out The Last Dance, 10 episodes. Bad, freaking tastic documentary. And you even get to see a young Shaq in that. I thought you were going to say go check out Kazam. But uh, in any case, as- Kazam! Shazam! <laughs> Bazam! And, of course, it all ends with a little bit of a... That sound bot was delayed. Way to go. Way to F that up. And as we head into the weekend, folks, a couple holidays for you. Balloons to Heaven Day, Corporate Baby Name Day, Cycle to Work Day, Farm Worker Appreciation Day. And Tony, you certainly need this one. National Fresh Breath Day. Folks, we will see you Monday. Have a wonderful weekend.